Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our show. Now, the title of this message is Welcome Home. Now, as we're filming this show, we're still in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic, and we feel maybe some of us are in a little fear and a little doubt. Well, I want you to know that God's in control of all of this, and we're going to come through it stronger. Be blessed by this message. Well, the title of this message today is welcome home. You know, there's just something about home. When we think of home, we think of peace, we think of joy, we think of comfort. And as we're filming this show today, and as we're having a mini conference with uh, a small crowd, but a good crowd, powerful crowd here today, we're in the middle of this coronavirus uh, pandemic and there's still social distances, and there's a lot of fear in the world. And a lot of people have said, you know, well, the churches are closed. And the church buildings may have been closed, but I want you to know the church isn't closed. Because we are the church. And we've been fanning the flames. I don't know about y'all, but I've been fanning the flames. So revival fire is going to burn like never before. So look out, world, here we come. Amen. And we need the buildings, and we're going to gather together. But right now, we had to get the fight. The revival starts in us. And if you've been around this ministry any amount of time, I've always taught revival is in us. We're the hands and the feet of Jesus. We need to be praying for people and leading people to Jesus. The building is just where we gather together. But it all starts with us. But if we don't have fire in her, us, we can't spread fire, can we? And we can't spread the love of Jesus. So I got a message today. I'm going to do quite a bit of teaching, but I tell you, I'm so excited. I just feel like I'm just about to uh, have a Holy Ghost explosion to preach this word. So y'all ready to receive? Second Kings 4, 39 through 41. And Elisha returned to Gilgal, and there was a famine in the land. Now the sons of the prophets were sitting before him, and he said to his servant, Put on the large pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophets. So one went out into the field to gather herbs and found a wild vine and gathered from it a lap full of wild gourds and came and sliced it into the pot of stew, though they did not know what they were. Then they served it to the men to eat. Now it happened as they were eating the stew that they cried out and said, Man of God, there is death in this pot. And they could not eat it. So he said, then bring some flour, and he put it in the pot and said, serve it to my people that they may eat, and there was nothing harmful in the pot. Let's pray over this word. Father, I thank you so much for your word. Lord, I thank you for your presence that we feel here today. 
Lord, anoint me to teach this word. Anoint every heart to receive in Jesus' name. Well, there was a great famine in the land, and Elisha was meeting with a group of prophets, and he sent this young man out to get some herbs for this stew. Now, what I want y'all to notice, he didn't say, go kill me some game. So all of you people now that's been talking about me eating my bean soup, with the cost of beef, y'all might be eating bean soup too. It's good for you. But seriously, anyway, he went out to get this, this uh, herbs for this stew. And he didn't know that he was picking up poison with these gourds until they put it in the pot. But all of a sudden, the prophets of God said, there's death in this pot. In other words, there's poison in this pot. And if you ever wondered how these prophets knew that this was poison. So uh, y'all know where I'm going with this one, don't you? Because see, we're living in a time now, we've been fed a lot of poison. But we were fed poison before the pandemic started. Because there's a lot of people that were young in the, in the Lord. And see, I'm not talking necessarily about young ministers. Because you can be a, in ministry your whole life but maybe not preaching the entire word of God. See, there were people out there that were saying the blood of Jesus is not imported anymore. There were people saying that sin is okay. Just live any way you want to. Everything is fine. Everything is good. There were people that were saying there's more than one way to heaven. Any way I do, just be happy. Do whatever you want to do. That the gifts of the Spirit are not needed in the church anymore. But I can tell you, we were being fed that little by little, and maybe some people didn't realize it, but what it was doing, it's spiritually poisoning some people. Because we know, we know we need the gifts more than ever before. But see, maybe they didn't know what they were doing. Maybe they were trying to draw, uh, draw a huge crowd, doing everything they could, or maybe they were just doing what they were taught. Or maybe they were taught better, but they didn't care because they were not willing to pay the price. But I thank God for true prophets that are bold enough to say, hey, there is no compromise. You need to repent. Jesus Christ is coming soon. It's all about the blood of Jesus. The gifts of the Spirit are needed in the church like never before. We need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. We don't need to be ashamed of it anymore. We need power. We need authority. Jesus is coming soon. So we were fed poison even before a pandemic. See, we want to blame everything on this pandemic. A lot of people have been social distancing for years. They've been social distancing from God for a long time. And now they're going to use it like an excuse. Well, I'm afraid to go back to church. Well, you was afraid to go to begin with. Yeah, I'm pretty bold. That's the way the Lord called me. But you know what? We're also being poisoned by the media. Now, first of all, I want you to understand what I'm saying. COVID-19 is serious. Coronavirus is not to be taken lightly. People are dying. I know of minister friends that have had it. I know family members that have had it. Some of you have lost your job. Some of you have lost family members. Some of you got it right now. So I'm not saying that.
But I can tell you what we're being fed is the poison of fear. There is a spirit of fear that is being fed to all of us that's got us paralyzed. People are just bound by fear and what's happening. See, people don't know what to believe anymore. I have never seen so many experts in my life, have y'all? And even on social media, everybody's an expert. They're all pits. Y'all know what a pit is? Profit and training. <laughs> There's a lot of pits out there giving their opinion. Sometimes you just need to keep it to yourself. And say, we in the body of Christ have the answer. The solution is Jesus. But have we become a part of the problem? When all we're doing is spreading negative stuff and fear to other people in a world. We look foolish to a world that's looking for hope. They're looking to the church for hope, and we are just, we act like we're scared. Hey, y'all, the world's not afraid. But it's the church that's scared to death right now. And this is the greatest opportunity ever for the body of Christ to rise and shine for Jesus. But you've got to be careful. You need to do all you know to do, but you can't be bound by the spirit of fear. We can't have faith if all we're doing is talking fear. And if all you do is hang with people that's talking about the fear. Well, let me tell you the latest 666. Let me tell you about the latest vaccine. We know we are getting a revelation of the revelation of revelation. We know Jesus is coming soon, but I want you to know you don't know and neither do I either. And what we're doing is spreading fear to a world that's looking for hope, and we got the answer. And I thought that maybe this crisis would bring the body of Christ together. But y'all, I've seen so much division. We're judging people that wear a mask and those that don't wear a mask. Well, you don't have your mask on. Well, you must not have faith. Because you don't have, you have yours on. We've learned to judge even things about, uh, are we ever going to come together in unity? in one mind, in one accord, so we can have a move of God. But see, we're being fed all this information, and nobody knows what to believe. One day, wear a mask. The next day, it's no good. Get tested. Well, the next day, well, it may not be accurate. Well, you hear this, you hear that. When you get your groceries, wipe them off with, with uh, hand sanitizer. And then the next day, well, that might not be you don't have to do that. So we don't know what to believe. And so what's happening is people are so bound by fear now. And then what happens, see, people that are suffering from anxiety and fear, they isolate themselves anyway. I think that's what Amanda said earlier. They don't want to be around other people anyway. And then when you tell them to isolate themselves, and then the thing about it, if they are already bound by fear, and anxiety, they're suffering alone because a lot of them don't want to tell anybody, especially Christians because you're so scared yourself. <laughs> they're just saying, I'll just handle this myself. And I hear more, get more calls from people watching our show that are crying because they have so much fear and so much anxiety right now. Make, will my family be okay? Will I be okay? And this is in the land today. So we are being fed a lot of poison, of the spirit of fear. But the Lord didn't give us a spirit of fear, but what? Power, love, and a sound mind. And we need a sound mind right now. So when I say this message says, welcome home, home is peace, home is joy, home is comfort. Yeah. 
Because see, some of you watching this show, you have not slept in a long time. But it's like the Elijah told them, what did you add to the poison? Flour. Well, what is Jesus? The bread of life. So when you take all this spirit of fear and this poison and you add Jesus to it, guess what? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. None of this is a surprise to the Lord. He knows exactly what's going on. He's a big God. So what we've got to do is we need to turn the media off. We need to turn the news off. Because all that we do is we get confused, and we need to turn on Jesus. Get along with the Lord. Feed yourself the bread of life, the word of God. Take every thought captive and say, devil, you're not going to rattle my faith. Because see, what happens when you are bound by stress and fear? It weakens your immune system. Which you're more likely to get sick with colds or whatever that comes along because that fear opens that door. So don't let the enemy rattle your faith. And do all you know to do to take care of yourself. Now, I'm not a doctor, so I'm, not, I'm just telling you to be careful. Do what they tell you to do, but be smart, too, and don't have fear. Eat correctly. Anybody know what the quarantine 15 is? Y'all are all so quiet. Y'all been just so healthy during this time. Y'all know good and well. Have y'all gained weight in the last few weeks, a few months? Those scales... <laughs> They're lying, aren't they? Because what do you do? You stay home and eat. And think about what you're going to eat. Get your little sunshine. Vitamin D, they say, is good for you. Get your little bit of exercise. And do a lot of time praying. And don't be bound by the spirit of fear. Because it will destroy you. And it will destroy your spiritual walk. And it will make you look foolish to other people that need you. You need to check on your friends that are dealing with anxiety. Their suicide rate is higher than ever before right now. And I believe we're going to lose more people to depression and those kinds of things than the virus because people are so bound by fear. So reach out to your friends and call them and message them. Some people are just suffering. You may not even know that they're suffering with anxiety and depression, but check on them. But I want you to know that the Lord will provide in a time of famine. Have y'all done without anything? Now, some of you are maybe watch, watching by TV. You've lost jobs and you've lost, you know, maybe you don't have uh, enough food and all that. But I can tell you here, most everybody, we've had plenty. The only problem we had maybe is getting the kind of toilet paper we like. Or maybe getting hand sanitizer or Lysol spray, but we haven't done without because God will provide in a time of famine. All right, let's go and let's learn a little bit more. Okay, say, no more spirit of fear. Okay, let's go now to 2 Kings, right below the other scripture, and let's go to 4, 42 and 43. Then a man came from Baal Shalisha and brought the man of God bread from the first fruits, 20 loaves of barley bread, and newly ripened grain in his knapsack. And he said, give it to the people that they may eat. But his servant said, what? Shall I set this before 100 men? He said again, give it to the people that they may eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left over. 
Well, again, there was a famine in the land, and this man was bringing Elisha the first fruits of his grain. So that's telling some of y'all need me to bring me some fresh first fruits of them tomatoes y'all growing. <laughs> I told Larry I needed some hand sanitizer. He said, good luck with that. <laughs> but seriously, he brought all this to Elisha. and uh, First of all, he didn't think about himself. He said, feed these people. And so this man said, okay, but I don't have but 20 loaves of bread. How am I going to feed 100 people? But he was obedient, and he started handing out that bread, and the Bible said, what? It was more than enough. See, we serve a God that is more than enough, and when you're faithful to him, he's going to take care of you, and he's going to be faithful to you. And not only, uh, but uh, more than enough. I have known so many people during this time that they have got raises on their jobs. They've gotten promotions on their jobs. They have started new businesses, maybe new ministries maybe, that they never would have done before if it hadn't been for this time in this pandemic. But if you can't listen to the Lord if you're bound by fear all the time, he may be speaking to you, but you're watching the news too much. Listen to his voice. But not only do I believe the Lord is going to bless us, we're going to have more than enough. Because, you know, in times of famine, Isaac was blessed 100 times the seeds that he sowed. When everybody around him was doing without and the land was dry, he had more than enough. And what did he do? He kept being faithful. He kept being obedient. He kept digging those wells, and people would try to fill them up until he hit the big one, and there was more than enough. So we can't limit God. He's going to take care of his people, even in a time of famine. He's got it. So he's got it, and he's got me with no fear. But not only that, I believe he's going to restore. Has the devil stolen some things from y'all lately? And I think the same thing with this pandemic. It's like the enemy is trying to shut the church up because there's going to be a great awakening that's going to take place. And so what he wants us to do, he wants to shut us up. He wants even to put a mask on us where we feel like we're hid. I have missed my makeup, my lipstick. There's no need to put lipstick on if you got a mask on. <laughs> or makeup either. <laughs> It all comes off. But it's like the enemy is doing everything because there is a great awakening that's taking place. And he wants to shut us all up. But boy, have we got it. He hasn't shut us up, has he? We're stronger than ever. And we're going to be restored because the enemy has stolen from us, but it's also a season of restoration. Y'all learn anything? Let's go a little deeper. All right. Times of famine. All right. Let's go now to... 2 Kings 8, 5 through 6. Now it happened as he was telling the king how he had restored the dead to life, that there was a woman whose son he had restored to life, appealing to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, this is the woman and this is her son whom Elisha restored to life. And when the king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed a certain officer for her, saying, Restore all that was hers and all the proceeds of the field from the day that she left the land until now. More than enough. 
This was the lady of the, the, from Shunem, the very wealthy lady. Y'all remember the story of how she built a room for Elisha, and every time Elisha would come to town, she would, he would stay with her, and how he asked Gehazi, what could she use? Because and she said, I'm, I'm fine, and, but she didn't have a son. So Elisha gave her a son. Well, the Lord gave her a son, but he said, one year from now, you'll have a son. Well, this son died, and this is the son that Elisha raised from the dead. Well, because of her obedience, Elisha warned her that God was bringing a famine to the land that would last seven years. I'll say seven. But after that time, she was coming back in this particular scripture to reclaim her property. And what happened was good old Gehazi was telling the story about her son, and there she walks in. There's that woman right there. That's the one right there that Elisha raised from the dead. And so she had favor with the king. The king said, hey, restore everything. And not only that, the money that was made, the interest on her property while she was gone. She found favor with the king. And see, it wasn't an accident that that happened. All, the Lord had that all lined up. And the Lord's got people lined up for you too. There's divine connections that will get you where you're supposed to go, but you got to do your part and be faithful and obedient. See, she could have died in the land if she had said, I'm going to stay here at my home. I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay here. This is my house. I'm not moving. Well, she may have died, but she was obedient. And not only did she survive in that time of famine, but she was able to restore what had been stolen from her during this time of famine. God is a God of more than enough. And as I was praying over this message, and the Lord was speaking to me, he spoke and he said, the famine is over. Y'all say that with me. The famine is over. Now, for you that's been uh, around this ministry, and most of y'all have partnered with us from day one, We purchased the gathering place seven, seven, y'all say seven, seven seven years ago. And for you that have been here, you know it has, we have been sowing in some dry land. A woman in ministry in Mississippi is not the easiest thing, but God's always provided, but it's been hard. And we have been faithful. Have I ever wanted to quit? About every month. Some of y'all had to cheer me on, but you know when it's in you, you just can't. You know, it's just like, oh, you want to, but you can't because you know you got that fire in your bones that you can't quit. Doug and I do not receive a salary from the ministry. This is not to brag on anything. I'm just telling you what the Lord spoke to me, and I believe he's speaking to you through this too. But we were faithful. We're still faithful. We've done everything that we can to the best of our ability. We tithe. We give of our time. We give of our talents. But you know what I felt like he was saying? This is the year that the famine is over. I pray this message blessed you. And many of you that are watching this show, you are bound by a spirit of fear. Because I know many of you are. You've called me. You're worried about your family. You're worried about yourself. Many of you deal with anxiety and depression already. And this time of isolation is just sending it through the roof. And you've got some, you just feel like you've lost all hope. Well, friends, you have hope in Jesus. 
This is no surprise to him. He is the great I am. He's not the great I was. And we can't limit him during this time. And we can't let the spirit of fear rattle our faith. But if that's you, I want to pray with you right now. Lord, I lift up everyone that is watching this show that is bound by spirit of fear. I rebuke it. I renounce it. It has no place in these children of God. I bind this spirit of heaviness and I loose power, love, and a sound mind and peace and confidence. Lord, fill their home right now with your glory. Fill their home with their peace or the hospital room, wherever they are. Just give them peace right now like never before and give them a good night's sleep tonight. Some of you haven't slept in a long time, but I believe tonight's going to be a restful night for you. Now, if you're watching this show and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, that's the most important decision that you can make. And if that's you, or if you need special prayer, maybe you're not dealing with depression or fear, but you've got a physical illness in your body and you need special prayer, we do have a 1-800 number and call that number. And if we don't pick up right away, I'll call you back because the prayer line is really busy right now. Now, I can't go off the air without thanking our partners. We love and appreciate you. And what a perfect time to spread Jesus to a world that is bound by fear and uncertainty. And the Lord has opened more doors for us to expand. And we need to get the gospel out to more and more people. And we could use your help. Now, next week, we're going to have part two of this message. Welcome home. Don't you miss it. Tell your friends about it. But until then, this is Sandra Hancock with Voice of Hope. And remember, your hope is in Jesus. Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. Many of you that are watching this broadcast, you feel like you're at the end of your rope. 
you've got some impossible situations, but I got some good news. You have hope in Jesus because we still serve a supernatural miracle working God of now. I also would like to invite you to come out and join us in one of our powerful conferences in a city near you. It would make our day to have you as our guest. If you think our broadcast is powerful, wait and come and experience the presence of the Lord. You'll love it. Also, I want to thank our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we thank you for helping us spread Jesus to a hurting world. God bless you all. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.